welcome to Stuffin. Stuff. With Biggums. And Jazz. Hey guys. Hey everybody. Top of the very early morning. It is literally 9 o'clock on the dot Pacific time. Um, earliest ever and way before anyone should have to use their voice for anything in the world. We are recording this in the a.m. Mm-hmm. Only because I have obligations at our normal recording time, which would be about mm-hmm. an hour from now. Uh, but man, what a difference an hour makes. Yes, because I'm a sleepy person today. I I did not stay up late last night. I did not do anything wild and crazy. I did not go out. I just don't start the day until like one o'clock. That's when my brain actually turns on and focuses for the world. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I can engage in the morning. I'm not a coffee drinker, so I have to drink tea. Mm-hmm. But uh, slowly but surely, my brain will like click and. Engage in stages. Mm-hmm. Um, after waking up and then doing the, the morning bathroom ritual. And then uh, to fully engage the brain, I go into the living room where my wife has been awake for an hour, a few hours by then uh, and talk to her and say good morning and get good morning kisses. And, and we'll get your uh, day started. And, and moving around, yeah. Uh, I feel my brain going, okay, all right. Start thinking about the day. Okay, now, all right, what you got to do today? Let me go check the mirror and see what the mirror says I got to do today. So, yeah, but it does it all with a tired sheen. Mm-hmm. Sheen of tiredness. So what's been going on, Jazz? Well, how's your week been? It's been pretty, pretty solid. Nothing exciting, really. So, no major updates for the people. It's this been, week, it is a normal week for me. It's been two weeks since we recorded, right? Because we, we, we had a miss last week. Did we I miss last we week? Nope, no, we, we recorded, recorded last week. week. Ooh, mm-hmm. this, see, this is how you know I'm tired. Because mm-hmm. my, my brain is thinking about us missing Thanksgiving. Ah, okay. No, we are definitely caught up on yeah, the week now. Up. We are back where we where we should be. Right. So yeah. Uh, well, and, and now you said you've been bit busy. What's been keeping you busy? Um, just family <sighs> things. Just I gotcha. Yeah, just normal everyday family things. Um, figuring out what I'm doing in the new year, setting my goals before December thirty first, and. Working towards the those come to fruition. So, yeah. <clears throat> awesome. What do you have? Yeah. Can you share any of those goals, or are you, you keeping those close to the chest for the? They moment? are under wraps for now. They are under wraps for now. I have learned a great deal about some things you just keep to yourself and you work on them. That way, you can make your mistakes before you have to show it to the public. So that is that is what I'm doing. I'm just working on my things and. You know, today is for for the questions. Today is for the stuff that we have and the and the listeners and the people. So not too much about jazz. 
What about you? <laughs> uh, uh, I have, well, uh, those who are, if you ever catch the video of this, you will notice the, my background has changed uh, recently. I've been, again, selling off stuff. And so another furniture, I, a furniture item has been sold. I, I sold my bookcase, which is weird because I was using it. Um, but, you know, I posted, look, we got to get rid of stuff. So I posted an uh, offer up and somebody offered up and came and bought it. Nice. Uh, and so, oh, well, I, I got to take all the stuff off the bookshelf and put it someplace. So I'll put it on the floor where the bookshelf was and then put some stuff in boxes. And uh, I had an extra bin that wasn't being used. So I put I filled that bin up with the stuff that was on the, the shelf as well. But yeah, it really feels like, I mean, we feel like we're moving. We booked the U-Haul uh, uh, for the move uh to california so that has been booked um also excited about the upcoming cruise but it still feels so far away um april feels like forever from now Uh, especially because uh, i really want to be gone (laughs) so when you were excited about leaving Mm-hmm. The leaving part takes forever. How the the flip side of that, the weird side of that is, you know, we're moving to California first mm-hmm. at the end of January, and that feels close as hell. It is. You know, I um, I'm trying to think of you know, all the things that I want to do in Vegas before we leave. Like you know, there's certain shows I want to see, and you know, folks I want to get together with, and um. Running out of time to do that. Um, mm, okay. But uh, we are making plans uh, for our departure. We're also making plans for the events that we have coming up. Uh, so, oh, those are listeners. Uh, if you're in the Vegas area, um, we are having our annual Christmas party. Uh, the date is set January 15th, uh, three weeks late, eight years straight, uh, with an asterisk. Um, uh, so uh, that's in the works. Um, it should be a, a Casa de Berry White in our clubhouse, uh, where you usually have it. Um, uh, it should be a pretty big event, hopefully. So, because again, it's going to be a big farewell party. Um, it's going to be like an all day thing. So we'll probably start at like, like around eleven. Kind of like start around mahjong time, so we can get the full, uh, full like you know, time spent with a bunch of loved ones to give people a wide window to come and hang out and celebrate. And we do a white elephant gift party. Uh, we're going to play games and have uh, prizes for winners of those games, which should be a lot of fun and interesting. Um, and, yeah, so looking forward to that. been getting that kind of stuff ready. Otherwise, just working the complaints department, uh, which is stupid. I just got – I had training yesterday, and I had training again today on um, – a new uh, gym, the new gym reimbursement program that we offer. 
Um, I've been trying to avoid uh, training for this program because, again, our job has stopped doing knowledge-based pay raises, mm. which means mm -hmm. you're training me, you're giving me more work and not giving me more money, and I'm just not a fan of that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, before, if they trained you on a new subject, they give you like a 50-cent raise or 25-cent raise. A cheap-ass raise, but still, you know, more money is more money. Nonetheless, yeah. Um, but they no longer do that. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of finances always being performance-based, but I guess I get it. Mm. Sort of. but, I, but do both. You can do both. You can do performance-based uh, bonuses, and uh, if this person knows more than that person, they should get paid more. Because my I I can serve a wider range of uh, members, as it were, and I'm not limited. So that part. Oh, it's the same. It's the same. So hopefully they get it together. I have no hope for them. I mean, I say, <laughs> I say hopefully, but I have no hope for them at the same time. Like I've seen how this ship has been slowly. Thinking slowly, Titanic can yeah. get its way down to where I'm surprised there isn't a bigger turnover rate. Honestly, well, well, uh, oh, well, there there has been a couple, there a couple more folks that we know have abandoned ship. Oh, um, oh, well, I speak uh, too soon. Uh, yeah, uh, uh -huh. trying to yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to talk anybody else's business. Yeah, uh, but we had, but we, but mutual uh, person from the complaint department has recently left. Um, mm. That we know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, there's been a little bit of that, but you know, again, with mergers come, you know, so many changes, mm -hmm. uh, and then they're usually not all horrible. But they tend to be pretty bad. Um, yeah, a lot of times, a lot of yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, but when the big guy what? swallows the small guy, the small guys, you know, I'm, I've been trying to avoid corporate America, mm -hmm. and the complaints department didn't feel like corporate America. Well, it was a the, startup initially, so yeah. right? Exactly. You know, so it's cool to be a part of that energy you know what i mean mm -hmm. and trying new things and being hip whatever whatever and then they get swallowed by corporate america i don't know do it the same way you will do it the same way you're nothing you feel I'm all so that happy motivation that i got away from that i'm so I'm happy so i got happy. away from it before it started oh, you. so happy thank you. for you thank you i don't think i'm actually made for office life i've mm. um I've come to realize it. Other people have said it. A few people have kind of said it, actually. And I agree. I've tried it again and in a different manner, and it still just didn't fit. I don't like someone telling me when to go do this, when to do that. You can do this. You can do that, even if it's beneficial or not. Right. Um, so, yeah, now my journey is in finding more ways to make a living without doing it that way while I work towards my bigger goal. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and my, of course, path forward is patiently waiting uh, for the big change that is coming. You know, it's that yes. there's that light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, uh, you can see the end long, of the tunnel. It's a long tunnel. It's not that it's long, long of a tunnel. Time. Yeah, well, it's it got a little bit longer. It's, it got a little bit longer. So, um, well, as far as work, yes, but as far yeah. as the overall <laughs> overall about. departure, no, no, yeah, the, that 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 has been the same. That has been the same, but uh, but yeah, the tunnel I'm speaking of, the tumble when I can stop uh, uh, logging in. Mm-hmm. And then chained to this desk, mm-hmm. you know, uh, having to deal with uh, old folks, and God bless them. But man, they don't understand technology. No, they and you got and you got to walk them through Some it, do, but... and you got to walk them through it without being able to see their screen. Ooh, I mean, yeah. I need you to narrate what you're seeing for me and stop editing. <laughs> I need you to tell me exactly you. what you're seeing. God yeah, so, you. but uh, yeah, that, that's been that's been going on with me this this past week, and I'm looking forward okay. to uh, uh, good things and happenings moving mm-hmm. forward. I'm proud of the wife. Uh, the wife business is moving forward. Um, yeah. Again, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't know everything about it. And again, mm-hmm. we need to have her on the podcast. Maybe we should try to set that up. Maybe, may, maybe we'll have her uh, in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, be our guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. And my wife, she is the best. And we'll mm-hmm. have her on the podcast, and she'll tell us all about that. Okay. Um, be our guest. Be okay. Sorry. Uh, I can't help it. I'm just, it's more than my brain just does random, random things. All right, well, let's, let's you know, we ain't got to uh, dilly-dally and small talk too long. Uh, we can get directly into our stuff for each other. Uh, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? you want me to go first? Mm, you can ask me your questions first. Okay. So my brain right. has a chance to warm up a bit. Got you. I, I yeah. I'm. I came prepared. I have uh, stuff for jazz. Um, and my stuff. Let me pull it up here because I was sure to write it down because I knew I'd forget. Um. Ah. Yes. <clears throat> so jazz. Oh wait wait yeah. wait 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 wait. Let's see if I let's see if I can do this right. All right. Stuff Ooh. for jazz. What so jazz. Yeah. What was your favorite movie as a child? And then how has your taste in entertainment evolved as you have moved into adulthood? That's a great question. I am not a person that typically picks favorites. I just like a lot of different things. Um, so saying I have a favorite movie as a child. Uh, hmm. Yeah, there are just a number of movies that I really enjoyed because I think of, and they have great memories. I've watched them over and over again. Like, uh, Thumbelina comes to mind. I don't know why, but I love that movie. 
also a troll in Central Park, which is something I thought was a fever dream because literally no one has ever seen it. Um, <laughs> I've heard of it. I've not seen it, okay. but I've heard of it. Okay. Yeah, I watched it quite a bit as a kid. And it was like, uh, you know what? Let me let me skip forward because I can't name a singular thing from just childhood, but I can say as like a teenager. Uh, my two favorite movies were Legally Blonde and Superstar. Very okay. odd choices, but and I still love Legally Blonde so 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 much. It's age well. Um, is it the greatest? No, but it's age well. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not as big of a movie person as you are, so this is a little difficult. Um, how that's translated over to my adulthood? I don't have a favorite adult movie. Well, that's uh, why like, I, 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 it, uh, I, I realized that about you. I mean, we we talked about mm-hmm. a little bit you that I'm the movie guy or whatever. But that's why mm-hmm. I, that's why I say how have your taste in entertainment. Okay. Not, not just movies, because usually when you're a kid, you know, if you have a a, a, a parent who you know, introduce you to a, a movie or something, and you want to watch it over, over and over again, uh, mm-hmm. that locks in. But then as you get older, your taste in entertainment kind of grows. You go, oh, there are shows, and there is a TV series, and there's music, and there's dance companies, and, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So how has that evolved as you have grown? Uh, it's evolved in the sense of I'm still not a movie person. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch movies, but I'm not like, I want to watch this over and over and over again. There are so many titles of movies and shows out there that people often recommend to me once they find out I don't watch a lot of TV or movies. So I have a running list of things that I go through. And so there are hardly times when I like just double back. Um, as far as the entertainment in just now, you know, a lot of YouTube, I would say, because social media has changed the way that we view entertainment, I think. Right. Our, our brains sense. are so used to shorter form content. So the TikTok, Instagram, the Vines, for anybody who was around for that. The Vines. Um, yes. And so shorter form content, which, Unfortunately, sometimes I mean I'm taking in too much stuff. Um, so what I will do outside of sitting in front of a screen, I do enjoy like dance performances. Like I was crazy about like Alvin Ailey growing up, stuff like that. Like every when I used to like go to the UNLV Christmas performances every year. Like the Nutcracker was my favorite thing. And that started in probably like middle school. Now that I'm realizing this, I've always had a very different sort of entertainment palette, I guess, because it wasn't TV or movies or stuff. It's like, I want to see actual theater and typically in the form of dance because I love dance. Oh, that's Um, good. That's good to be that culture so young. Yeah, I guess that's what it is because I'll like go to a museum. I like to do things where I'm not just sitting still. I get very antsy. Um, but every once in a while, you will catch me in a movie theater. Like the last thing I saw was the Black Panther. Wakanda um, Forever. Yes, and so, but before that, 
I'm sure I saw something <laughs> this year. I just can't remember what exactly. Like, I don't go to the movies often. So, yeah, I've been exploring more of, like, what am I interested in creating and what are my friends creating? Because I have a lot of people that I know who are in photography, videography, um, film, and so really just trying to be more supportive of taking in the stuff that lesser-known avenues are providing, I guess. Okay. And, yeah, it it, yeah. it gives me different perspectives on a lot of things. But I'm pretty sure, you know what? I just, I have been binge-watching Atlanta to catch up on it. <laughs> so, catch up on Atlanta. And Which was shocking. Okay, that was one of the ones. That was one of the ones that was shocking to us when you had told us that you had not really? seen Atlanta. Well, I had yeah. seen it. I just hadn't finished it. I'd already seen it when you guys brought it up. Oh, God. Okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. But still, you hadn't seen the the, the, the latest season. The latest season. No. Right. And I was like, you're not watching Atlanta immediately right now? What? How is that possible? No. So the only show I am the most caught up on is Abbott Elementary minus yesterday's episode. Which yeah, I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen yesterday's episode either. We'll, okay. we'll probably watch that tonight um, or maybe during lunch. So yes, that is. I guess that is my current avenue of movies have transitioned to sitcoms or shows that I really like instead. So I have something to look forward to every week. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. yeah. That's my answer. It's all over the place. As it is all over the place. It's all over the place. Okay, well, I have yeah. my question for you in return. All right. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me, uh, wrong, wrong thing. Hold on a second. Stuff for big. Yeah. All right. So, what is a hobby or goal that you are looking forward to starting once you make your big move out of the country? Oh, that's actually pretty easy for me now. Uh, if you yeah. asked me maybe three weeks ago, I wouldn't have an answer. Um, or I'd be, you know, humming and hawing. Um, I don't know. Maybe I want to do this. Maybe I want to go and dance. And do this. Uh, line dancing. Really? Uh, Yes. Uh, this is over, very unexpected. Over the Thanksgiving break, uh, we were hanging out with my cousin and my mom and cousin and aunt all uh, do line dancing. And Jamel was like, oh, you should do, We could, you could be a line dance instructor Ooh. in Portugal. Um, actually, she had this right, right, right before, so they, the week of Thanksgiving wife came to me with this idea and I was like well maybe um but then uh and started hanging out and talking out and going yeah that's I mean that fits my that's something I could do I could dance around uh I have fun dancing you know uh and so I'm looking forward to um, well that's one of the things we're going to do when we move to California is get into that community in that world Mm -hmm. start to develop uh and engage in the language and the different dances and you know because all these dances now have names i'm i don't know do the black rose i don't know what the black rose is 
<laughs> you know, I don't know how that's different from the 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 two town shuffle. I don't know what oh, <laughs> you know. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh gonna look at uh, doing some uh uh mind dancing. And then, you know, if I get over there and I find me a facility and I can go, hey, uh, yeah, I can teach you. Like, how about I teach some line dancing classes here to this, mm. large, this huge expat community, which would be a great source of, you know, exercise and income and uh, community and all the things that sound wonderful, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I don't even need a facility to start off with. Just find a park, you know, park and some good speakers and, you you know. You're good to go. I've seen people to, out at the park doing this. Yes. Yeah, teach you some quick line dancing, and then uh, uh, engage in that. So that actually sounds like it's very fitting for you. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really. It's going to be very interesting. interesting. It's going to okay. be very interesting. To, um, I'm looking forward to uh, to doing that. And and grooving because one of my favorite things to do when I'm you know DJing a wedding is you know put on the wobble, hop out and dance along with the the wedding party. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I get out there and get my groove on and shake my katukas. I love to shake the katukas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, it was yeah, so it's a great idea. So that's that's what I'm gonna do when I get out that way. I didn't know you would have like an immediate answer like that. Just, I, yeah. it was, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny. right, because because uh, again, the timing is perfect, right? Because I was uh, it's been recently in the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, prior to that, uh, I wasn't looking to start anything new. Mm. I was going to lean into what I already do. I was looking uh, into excuse me, writing mm-hmm. and, you know, working on my musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's another uh, thing that has happened. Uh, I may have uh, found a writing partner mm. uh, to help with the dialogue of Reservate This. Um, uh, shout out to Josh Lupo. Um, oh wow! Yeah, uh, another another friend of mine who uh, uh, you know you actually you know Josh. Yeah, you were talking last last week. You were saying he was uh, coming to town. Coming to so town, so he came, he came into town. So now we hung he's out. Your writing partner, and so uh, he's int- been also posed an interest in being a writing partner. So we're gonna he's gonna look over stuff and see if it's something Ooh. a project he can get behind as well. Okay. Um, you know, I've been working with some other folks, but they I, they haven't I haven't heard anything from them, so I, and I can't hold people. You know, oh, the lovely creative community. I tell you, you know, and, and again, you know, I learned a long time ago nobody's gonna wake up with your passion. Yeah. And so you got to keep it moving as well and keep it going. Um, I keep trying to inject my passion in others. As, I have a side as, side question. Yeah. What's the question on so, the side? Got a little question on the side. What is what is your advice to people who feel as if they are struggling with passion? Whether it's fi- like not even just you know adapting to yours, but finding their own, I suppose. The uh, uh, the best way 
I think everybody's has a passion. Everybody's passionate about something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can find that through doing a wide variety of things, and and then changing, right? Switching over and like mm-hmm. give like make a list of things that you're passionate about. Like say ten things, mm-hmm. say five things. Start off small. Say five things. Five things that I'm passionate about. And then I'm going to dedicate this week to this one thing, 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 this week to this one thing. And then on the sixth week, don't do anything. Oh. And see which one you miss the most. Which one starts to preoccupy your brain. Oh, man, I really should go back to finishing blah, blah, blah. Oh mm-hmm. man, I really loved when I did the da da da. Oh mm-hmm. man, I, I I need to get back to hoodoo hoodoo hoo. Then go mm-hmm. back to the hoodoo hoodoo hoo, right? And and then get back in it and see if it's if 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 you feel this new motivation. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's how you find your path. That's how you find passions. You know, I mean, like I know that I'm passionate about poetry writing, mm-hmm. right? Because I can go, I step away from it, but my brain is always. Thinking, and that comes from my hip hop days, right? That comes from me when I was younger, wanting to be a rapper and writing rhymes. And, you know, rap is just rhythm and poetry because create sound effects. Um, uh, right. So I had that's my passion. I love that. Mm-hmm. Improv is my passion, right? You know, we went to go see Who's Live Is It Anyway uh, at UNLV uh, this past week. Um, and you know, it's funny watching live improv is always enjoyable, but I can't help but feeling, God, I should be on that stage. Ooh. I should be there doing that. I should so be. That's your marker. That's your, that's how you kind of know that. That's how, that how rings true. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cause you know, if you're, con- if you're consuming something, and your thoughts go to, man, not only can I consume this, but I should create it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That is a passion. Um, you know, if your passion is customer service and you got a call because you need help with something and you get a and you get on the phone with somebody and that you can tell they're not passionate about you, I mean, I could have done better. I could have helped me better. Oh, mm. right, then you found your passion. Go do because I don't know why you're a sick individual. You need to see therapy, but yeah. Uh, but you know, do <laughs> do you? You know. Um, mm-hmm. So that that I, that's my advice is is uh, start by identifying what might be your passion, mm-hmm. and then whittle it down. Whittle it down mm-hmm. to figure out what 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 actually drives you. And moves you, right? That's how I found out. You know, I thought that move, making movies was going to be my passion. Actually, because I go back to my question for you, mm-hmm. right? When I was a kid, uh, I loved movies, all kind of movies, right? Um, uh, Mary Poppins and uh, was one of my favorites, and um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. Right? These are my favorites as a kid, and I always and and it's funny. 
I, I never thought I, w- I could be in a movie like Mary Poppins because, again, it was in England, a bunch of white people. Um, I don't see myself represented there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was also still uh, a random European country, bunch of white people. Don't see myself represented there, but getting in the in the factory, uh, I thought, oh, they there could be, you know, a little black. They need a little black kid in there, and I could be a little black kid, <laughs> right? right? Um, getting into hooting shenanigans, and I thought, you know, making movies and acting was gonna be my passion, and I, you know, I really wanted to do that, and one of my dreams was to be an actor and make movies, and then uh, when I when I became of age. I uh, signed on, you know, to extra casting work. I thought that was a pattern. First, you start and get classes, and then you start work as an extra, and then you get discovered, and you audition, and you move forward. And so I remember mm-hmm. uh, I got my first professional acting gig was on a movie called American Me. I was in mm-hmm. junior college, uh, and uh, the the central casting had come to the college to recruit um, actors. Uh, they held, they held um, a cattle call, which I realize is a cattle call now. Um, and uh, at the college, because they were filming at uh, the prison in Chino mm-hmm. and they were looking for inmates. Right. And so, I auditioned. I'm, I auditioned. I, I said I want to do it. They said, "Okay, great show." But this day and time, and then you know you had to be at the prison, damn near the butt crack of dawn. Uh, and then you had to get over, get in the hair and makeup, and you had a lot of waiting around. And uh, the I learned the business of making show. Mm-hmm. And making movies and how long of a process that is and how much it's it's not glamorous at all. You oh, know, no. it's not funding games. Uh you're not That's getting to a remote on set. It's no. and, and I went, Oh, maybe I well this is cool. But then, you know, then you get then you gotta wait forever to see if you're gonna see yourself on the big screen. And then I remember going to see the movie and uh, the scene I was filmed in was cut. Oh, and they, oh no! And they only used the audio of it. So the very first, and it's funny, my very first professional role, I did get paid extra to go naked. Um, right. which was awesome. But again, it wasn't like sexy. I was just mm-hmm. butt naked because I was in jail. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, anybody want, willing to go completely naked? I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. They're, they're going to pay pay extra money? Shh, yeah. Right? Uh, that's not a problem. I don't care about clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the scene, uh, and it was cool because first it starts off, we're sitting in the holding tank, and the camera starts right next to my head. And then it slowly pans across the room, catching my full face. Catching right, so I'm all. This is amazing. I know I'm on camera, and I'm. I'm not. You know, I'm looking. You know, I I know not to look at the camera, right? So the catch my whole face, and I'm all. Do me, made I'm see my giant ass head on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Go to see the movie, 
And it's funny. I remember going to Universal Studios uh, when it was my mom, and we were just hanging out, chilling, or whatever. And then uh, we we do the tour, and you know the tour bus has panels of upcoming movies, mm-hmm. and I saw the poster for the movie I was in. Mm. I was like, oh man, that's the movie I'm in. That's the movie I'm in. All right, there. That's my, girl, yeah, I'm very not, exciting. You know, I'm an extra, and so I but go. I go see the movie and I recognize the dialogue that starts the movie in all black. And I'm all, wait, what, what happened? Uh, and, it, and it's just the opening credits using just the dialogue from that scene. I was so heartbroken. I'm going to know that, but I'm a damn oh my I'm right there. Oh, my face. Let's go. Oh. No. Oh. And then uh, I, the other scene I filmed, um, yeah, and that whole thing involved me, like, being sitting there and then standing up and then walking over and doing the whole, you know, physicality check, you know, bend over, spread your butt cheeks, the whole thing, the whole night. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, all that was filmed, none of it made it to the cut. Um, and then I was also in the riot scene. There's a riot scene, but it's shot from overhead. Mm-hmm. And so I can't pick out which of the dozens of black men head is mine in particular. I think I kind of know, sort of. But like I watched it back and I paused and I'm like, I don't, I think that might be me. I don't, but it's, it's an American means not a, 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 a movie you want to watch over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but so that started the the journey in acting and fighting. And then that helped me navigate that passion, right? I, I uh, did extra work and a lot of other stuff. I was an extra on Power Rangers, which was mm-hmm. interesting. But again, that's every, every movie I ever did, you had to be on set like at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. or sounds about right. And I'm all, I I don't. And it's funny because you know I still would love to be in movies, but I know there's a part of me that goes, "You're not auditioning for that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You're not submitting for that because you know what's going to happen. They're going to love you. They're going to cast you, and you're going to have to be up at four in the morning mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. hair and makeup. No, thank you. Trying to make sense and operate and spend all day at set and then do that for weeks and I'm like oh, mm, that, you know what let me do theater <laughs> theater rehearsals ah. happen at 6 you know shows are usually in the evening with a Sunday matinee I can get behind that that makes some sense okay yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, how I found, that's how I found my passion Right, you know. Oh, I still love movies, though. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I'm, I'm the, I'm, you know, I all about the go-to for movies and shows, and I, I consume, I consume, I still consume a lot. Mm-hmm. You know. Interesting. That's that's very interesting. That that's how you kind of made the way over to theater. But we'll save that for another episode, so we can go a little bit deeper into that. Um, but I think that's interesting because a lot of creative um, fields and jobs, 
it seems we see the glamorous parts, right? The oh, I'm going to be on screen. Oh, I'm going to be seen doing this, that, and the other. And then you get into these worlds and you find out the reality is those 4 a.m. wake up calls, those hours spent editing or on set or doing whatever. It's all the quote unquote admin work of the creative side that people don't know about until they either, they somehow find their way into the field. And then it's like, oh, do I really want to do all this extra stuff to get this little sprinkle of something? It's a lot. lot. Maybe maybe not. It's a lot. Um, It is a lot. It is. That's why I love watching the making of series of, of movies and like Marvel Assembled and, and mm-hmm. anytime I watch behind the scenes and making of stuff, you know. Once, I mean, the other, the, the flip side of that, of course, is uh, for the performance, sometimes it looks, it looks a lot of, it looks a lot of fun. You can yeah. have a lot of fun and the in-between stuff and you're working with people and you're, you're, remote, you're, you're doing the business and acting. Looks mm-hmm. a lot of fun. The hard part is that not everybody is the main character or side character or, you know, uh, there's a lot of sitting around. There's a lot of sitting around, and and then like you're just an extra. You know, you're just an extra. Mm-hmm. You know, you're herded like cattle because that's your movie cattle. That's all extras are is movie cattle. You know, um, and it's funny, it, it, which which has adjusted the way I look at movies, right? Because when I'm watching a movie, I see everybody, and I think to myself. That person in the background that has no lines, is just there, is just working, is a hopeful actor that one day wants to be where the main people are. And then you look at the crowd and go, that's everybody. Yep. Yep. You know, like like, uh, you take Wakanda forever. Mm -hmm. When they're in Wakanda and they're showing the townspeople. All of them are extras and actors, and all of them want to be the next Daniel Kaluuya. You know what I mean? All of them want to be the you know the next Viola Davis. They all want to be that person. Mm-hmm. That, that's their hopes and dreams. But and, and they're running back to their friends and family, going, "Yeah, man, I'm in this movie. I'm in Black Panther. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you're gonna see me on the big screen in Wakanda. This and this and that. And it's like, oh, there you were selling fish." Two seconds. You got two seconds out of the movie. No one knew who you were. You did. You were extra number fifty-two. Like, yeah, it's a right. It's a very hard ladder to climb. I think, especially if you don't have like speaking parts or something that makes you stand out amongst the other extras in the and film. Extra names don't go in the credits. No, they don't. Which they, they should. Mm. I, I know. How, I I know how long. Credits are, but if you can give me production babies, mm-hmm. if you can give me babies that were born while this movie was being made, you can okay. name the extras. I didn't know people were out here listing the names of the babies born during production. That's a little weird, unnecessary. Right. I don't care about that baby. That sounds terrible, my, but I don't. <laughs> I don't, right? But my thought, but you know, the thought process is, yeah, you showed me all these people who helped make this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, so so did the extras. That makes sense. That makes sense. Everybody, 
Yeah, everybody wants to be included because you were there on set for all those hours doing all the things and you were involved. So I get that. And you paid me. Did they pay you on time? Because that's another thing, being paid on time in the creative yes. field. They I, did I, with I, the bigger productions like that? Bigger productions, because that, that's just in the, it's all business. Yeah. Yeah, you sign up and you're on payroll. And you get your okay. check. And depending, sometimes depending that. upon the show, they'll they'll pay you that day. They'll have mm. the, the, their 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 billing departments taking care of cutting that check immediately. See, you gotta have a billing department behind it pushing. That's what's <laughs> right. Is. Right, but that's, that's the crazy the thing, right? Is. is I learned how many different departments are involved in making a movie. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. how I mean, there's so many moving parts. You know, I always thought maybe I'll be a PA on a movie, you know, mm. just to be on set. You mm-hmm. know, but I think all those PAs are either are people just looking for jobs who also want to be in the movie making department business and, you know, have aspirations for something like that or something along those lines as well. So, you know, the industry is is thick. And it's it's what's, a beast. What's oh, okay, here we go, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen? It's time for Big Sexy Soapbox. What's insane is that uh, the job of actor is the only job you have to prove you can do every time you go for the job. Imagine if you had to prove that you can answer a phone call every time a... uh, a new call came in. Uh-huh. You had to audition to be able to take that phone call. Oh, God. Imagine if you had to audition to be a doctor every time a new patient showed up. Mm-hmm. I've never thought of it like that. Right. But the acting is the only job where mega superstars, right? Some, some are at uh, read-only stages, but only a small handful. <laughs> bless you. Or only a small handful are, right? Because every other actor, you and you hear the story of these famous actors. Yeah, I was up for this role, but I didn't get it. Oh, oh, Jazz, there you go. Just kidding. <laughs> I muted myself, so I was trying to trying to black out my sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> And the sneeze came through, but then we didn't hear you nice. talking. Though. <laughs> awesome. So glad that happened. Thank you. <laughs> um, but actors go up for roles and they talk about how they don't get They them. don't get it. Right. And, yeah. and and again, it's understandable because not every actor is right for every role. There's so many actors in the world. There's only, you know, this role. I'm looking for this particular kind of person. But it's mm-hmm. just funny to think that, you know, uh, it can affect your livelihood. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, it, it, like I'm an actor. I've done the work. I've been in major things. I've been in major roles. I have my SAG card. I belong to a union. I'm not getting work. Mm-hmm. Right. So my all the money that I made from this job, I now have to bank and hold and budget correctly because I don't know when I'm gonna work again. And then suddenly, like, like, God, I just need a job. And that's how you start seeing famous actors doing commercials because the money's in commercials. 
right? Mm. But you're like, oh, oh, that's interesting that they got this famous. No, that that man needed a job. That's why you see oh my good actors in bad movies. Oh no way! Because sometimes the actor just need I need a job, I need a paycheck, I, I need to, I need to keep my my benefits, so I have to do this role to stay in the union, so I can keep my health benefits. Oh, I had no idea. Because again, this just... country has tied health wow. insurance to employment. I thought when I would see a famous actor in like a movie that wasn't so great, it's just like, oh, it was a passion project or they knew someone or they were happy to be working with their friends or something. But no, it's, we got to keep your health benefits Which going. are all also true. Uh-huh. That's the crazy thing about acting, right? That Those are also true. You know, you see actors do terrible movies because it's their passion project. Where the, I don't mm-hmm. care about the money I'm getting paid, you know, but mm-hmm. they wouldn't do it for free. True. Right. They're still getting paid um, either way. They're still getting paid, you know. Uh, oh, so-and-so asked me to do this film, and without hesitation, I said, yeah, because I know them, and, you know, what, what have you. Mm-hmm. Right? But on, And on the flip side of it, people get busy. Hey, I want to do this movie role, but I can't because I'm too busy over here doing this movie role. Mm-hmm. You know, the business of show is insane. I'm insane. learning that's, now. That's, that's another thing that... Um, uh, kind of moved me away from becoming an actor, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, in movies, in movies. Okay. Right. There because actors. because theater is a completely different beast. Right. Um, yeah, you do runs in theater. And when the show closes, the show closes. And then, and then you got to mm-hmm. do addition and hope to get another working gig. Right? Mm-hmm. Just kind of hang on to the money that you made from the previous gig if you made any money. That's what the problem I also have with the show Theater in Vegas is it's not, it doesn't have the theater business model. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, unless it's a Cirque show. But like, you know, the concept of auditioning for a play and a play landing in a big theater and that play just going on for a long run, you know, Broadway style or, or Los Angeles style or Chicago style doesn't happen here. You know, uh, yeah, there'll be a, a run of Hamilton at the Smith Center, but it's mm-hmm. a touring company. They're only here for a limited time. And it's a touring mm-hmm. company. So they're, yeah. they're just bouncing around to different locations mm-hmm. performing the show, but they're not locked in. They're not Vegas residents. They're not, you know. Do you think that, um, is ever, that could ever be a thing here? It, not, well, a it, thing? it used to be. It but used moving to be a forward. Thing. No. Moving forward. No. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see that coming back at all. Um, hmm. At least not in my lifetime. Uh, because of, because the casinos have moved away from that business model. That business model doesn't help casinos. Because your average musical theater number, your magic play is a couple hours, and they don't want you sitting down not spending money that long. Yeah. Cirque du Soleil show is not going to last more than 90 minutes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It might get get close to two hours depending on the show, but newly they're about 90 minutes. They're like, yep, that's good. All right, you've been entertained. Get your ass back out. Mm. In the casino, start spending more money and go buy more food. That is what they're there for. More expensive drinks. 
That is what the, what the casinos Which is are why a lot of people for. will give. Yeah, exactly. Which is why a lot of people will get comp tickets. Hmm. The show's not important. Mm, okay, that makes some sense now. It's all starting to come together and make sense about it. Right. The show's not important. What's important is that you're in the casino. So, yeah, here's yeah. a free ticket to come see this show. Let me mm-hmm. get you inside my house. That's, exactly. That's, that's the free hit. Ah, right? uh, okay. Now, come spend your money where I want you to spend your money. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It's a it's a wicked game. It's a wicked game they play. But I understand why in the sense of business. It's great for business, not so great for entertainers who want to tap that market out here if they live here. So Exactly. I guess back to the big cities it is, huh? Yep, that's it. That's it. And you know, and I'm gonna find hopefully Lisbon is a big enough city that has a, a thriving theater community that Big Sexy can tap into. Mm, and and so. do some stuff as well. So, so yeah. Passions. <laughs> <laughs> passions is how you have to fight the big machines to make them happen. Got it. Exactly. exactly. Got it, got it, got it. Well, well is that always a we pleasure. should wrap it up this week? Yeah, that's, that's a nice All place right. to Wrap it up. I was worried we weren't going to have enough to talk about this morning because early morning we're both tired. I'm a, we're going to be able to talk for an hour, but you yeah, get us my going. Brain. My you brain. get us going, and we, well, okay, you get me going. I can't shut up about shit. Going. So. Oh, it's all and good. It works. It works. Uh, we, we we mentioned we've got to come up with some kind of sign off for stuff and stuff, and I have no idea what that still looks like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jazz. So the silent, <laughs> the silent fingers to the temple and salute. It doesn't work here. on an audio podcast. <laughs> we just go dead silent. All right, y'all. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, no. uh, just, just so for the listeners, in case you don't know already, you can find us at. Biggums and Jazz, that's B-I-G-U-M-S, the letter N, J-A-S, on all our social medias. Uh, we now have a TikTok um, page uh, that I started for us as well to post on the Tickety Talkies. Um, mm-hmm. You can see the uh, dance that made us, that made me and my wife cruise famous on the TikTok as well as uh, in our Instagram page. Uh, I've been posting that up as well. So uh, that's a fun thing that we talked about on the cruising and stuff episode. Um, But yeah, for uh, stuff and stuff, I'm Big Sexy. And I'm Jasmine L. Alex uh, included. We'll we'll see y'all on the flip. Bye, guys. Have a great week. What's that?